Hi, everybody. It's episode 456 of PodQuest. Hey. Hey. It's Wednesday, May 10th, 2023. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hi, everyone. How's everybody enjoying their day today? Eh, it's been all right. Right? You know, you know, as rough it has been today, probably better than Matt Mercer's yesterday. Right? I saw his uh, his uh, Twitter got hacked. Yeah. Oh, Apparently no. so did LeVar Burton. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah like a bunch uh, of people, apparently. Uh, Critical Role tweeted out at some point last night, uh, guys, it's all right, Matt Mer- just so you know, Matt Mercer isn't actually selling MacBooks. Do not respond to his messages. Um, so yeah, his Twitter got hacked. Yeah, that does, that sucks. I, yeah. I, I'm sure that's going to keep happening because Twitter keeps making really stupid fucking decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot of people who, or I follow a good number of people who pay for Twitter Blue that don't have their mark. Um, there's a lot of people I, I don't know about, like, the Critical Role cast, how they feel about Twitter Blue, but I know there's a lot of celebrities who, and just influencers who are well-known that are like, I refuse to pay for this. I shouldn't have to pay for this. This was something that was just given back in the day. Yeah, um, and so, like, the whole verification thing, like, it's not just so that you, like, it's not just for them to feel special. Like, it literally proves that they are the notable person and yeah. not, like, just, excuse me, some random person trying to impert like impersonating catfish people yeah like without that actual thing in place like every other fucking platform has there's no reason to interact with anybody that like claims that they are of any notoriety because there's no way to prove it's actually them yeah Mm -hmm. and it's just it's it's absolutely frustrating because i know i i tweeted about this the other day but i know my reach has definitely dropped because it's um i feel like in most um in most social uh, media outlets, I, it, it feels like I've been um, shadow banned lately. Like, my reach has died completely. But Twitter, like, I think I had a post. I tried just posting something on Monday without hashtags, and it got the same number of views as something that did with hashtags. Huh. Yeah, so it's just like, I'm getting, because I'm not Twitter blue, I'm not getting seen. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's... That is how that is working now, and it's really, really stupid. Yeah, um, yeah. And I know, like, I saw right after, because, like, so they've had Twitter Blue for a while, and for a long time it was, like, if you hovered over it, it would say, um, this person is verified because they subscribed to Twitter Blue, or this person is verified because they may be, like, a notable person. Um, now it's, it, it, they got rid of that one, um... But there were some people like Stephen King still has his check mark, and he was mad about it mm-hmm. because apparently yeah. Elon Musk actually came out and said that he was personally allowing some people to have the Twitter blue check mark. Um, and Stephen King was one of them. Um, yeah. And he's like, "No, absolutely not. I do not want people to think that I am paying for this platform." Yeah, yeah. And there's there's a good number of celebrities out there that are feeling that same way. Like, I don't think this should be a paid service. I don't think people should think I'm paying for it. Um, you are kind of defaming my name at this point because they are outright, they've spoken outright about the fact that they don't agree. Yeah, and I know, like, uh, Dan Slott, who is a comic book writer, um, he he was very active on Twitter, and he is still kind of active, but not nearly as much because, like, there's no protection for him from all of the online harassment that he gets being a person who writes about fucking fictional characters. Yeah. 
like, the dude gets death threats because people don't like what he writes about Spider-Man when he's not writing the Spider-Man story. Yeah. Yeah, kind, like, kind he, of. He has literally posted pictures online and, like, he, he, he usually scratches out the names of people, like, attacking him for something a character did on a book he had nothing to do with. Yeah. Of course. And it's like, being verified, like, gives you more functionality with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easier to block those things and to scope your feed so that you only see what you want to see. And, like, eight bucks a month ends up being, like, true, you're good at math. What's eight times 12? Uh, like $102 or something? 96. 96. I was I was close. Eight good on me. Eight two is 16 plus AD, AD is 96. Yep. That was a weird way to do that. Nope. That's exactly how you do it. That's how you do <laughs> that it. That is how you do multiplication. I have never heard anyone do multiplication that way. 8 times 10 is 80. 8 times 2 is 16. 16 plus 80 is 96. Yeah, I've never I've never heard anyone do it like that before. Tw- 8. So here, here, here. Get, get a pen and paper. No, or that's a lot something. Of work. 12 times 8. The 8 is at the bottom. The 12, yeah. the 1, 2 is at the top. 8 right. times 2 is 6. And put the 1 over the, the 1 at the 10s. 8 times 1 is 8, plus 1 is 9. 8 times 10 and 8 plus times 2. 8 times 10 plus 8 times 2 is 96. 8 times 12 is 96. I mean, the way that you just did it for 8 times 12, like, yes, that is the normal way to do it longhand. I've never seen anyone break it into 10 and 2 before. Well, I mean, it's, I, that was taught to me in, like, fourth grade. You can break it down any, like, it's, as long as you're adding the two multiplications... And not multiplying the two multiplications, it's all the same because it's that's how multiplication, that's how times tables works. It's just eight yep. times. I've like never eight, seen that before. Eight times two is just eight plus eight. So if you want to do eight times twelve, you just do eight plus eight plus eight plus eight twelve times. I mean, that I do know. And so if you're doing eight times eight times twelve, you do eight times six, eight times six. Add those together is ninety six. I mean, I know I know most numbers up to eleven. Once you get past eleven, it's 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 a whole different ballgame. Oh boy! I mean, literally multiplying any two-digit number by any one, like especially by any one-digit number, is just multiply the ones digit by the other digit, and then ten or twenty or thirty or forty or fifty, whatever, by the other digit, and add that. Yeah, I've never heard that before. But also, really, well, and I mean, multiplying two-digit numbers by two-digit numbers, same thing, except you're going one more step. Or, I guess, yeah. two more steps. Look, I will never claim to be good at math. I am fucking dreadful at math. And I'm pretty sure, like, the age when I switched schools, I think that I just, like, there's stuff that people say they learned in elementary school that I never learned. That's very possible. Like, that, like going going because... from Woodland to Collingswood, like, I think, I think they may have just had things, like, slightly skewed at, like, grade levels. Maybe. That's totally possible. I don't, when did you didn't move? When did you move? Uh, fourth grade. Fourth you grade was last year. I was in Collingswood. You got the same math education as Jerton and you and me because y'all had Miskatoli and so did I. Yeah, no, I remember learning like the basic multiplication, but we only did up to ten. No, we did but, twelve. But, but also, Bacab, multiplying anything, all you need to know is up to ten, honestly, and then you yeah. just add I mean, numbers that's together. That's that's, that's that all is multiplication Ameri- is. American math and add zero. The way the, end if needed, the that's, hold on, we gotta correct this because it's different nowadays. The way we were taught for multiplication is all memory. The way my nieces are going to be taught is all common core and is different. It's not memory. 
But who? But it doesn't fucking matter how they're taught it now versus how we were taught it. But literally, all you need to know to multiply anything is all the one-digit numbers, and then whether or not you're adding zeros on any shit. Yes, agreed. We were taught to memorize the one digits though kids nowadays aren't as far as i know are not taught to memorize yeah so they're taught us, that weird like block method thing us we're lear- we learned 369 12 15 18 21 24 27 30 33 36. i i fucking could not tell you the times tables i can't i don't have that shit memorized i really. i can like, it was it was drilled into us i can give you most of them i'm not going to say i can give you all of them I can give you most of them because it was drilled into us. But kids, as far as I know nowadays, aren't getting that drilled into them like it was to us. That's all I'm saying. So yes, it is easy for us because it's memorization. But for younger kids, they're being taught Common Core with the different box methods and things like that. They're being taught differently, which honestly, people hate Common Core. It's better because it's not just memorization. Uh, I mean, yes and no. I feel like some of it is absolutely ridiculous. Even like... I, and I honestly probably do a lot of my, my mental math, like, quote-unquote, common core way, but there are times where I've seen questions and I'm like, you've extrapolated this into an even more abstract concept that makes even less sense, and it's like, because it's because this doesn't we were help. Taught, <laughs> in, in grade school, we were taught the answer, whereas they're being taught how to get the answer. I mean, we're, we're taught how to get the answer. Three times three is nine. Yeah, but wh- how? Why? We know three plus three plus three is nine, yes. But, like, the, I, you like... know three times three is nine because <laughs> I was, I can, like I said, I can, fi- like, eight, sixteen, twenty-four, thirty-two, forty, forty-eight, fifty-six. Sixty-four. Yeah, 72, I was getting there. I was getting for yeah. 80, like, 88. I... I know that because I was taught to. I was taught the answers. I don't know that because I'm doing the math in my head. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I, like I can't do mental math unless it's just two single digit numbers or like addition. Um, like it's just it's never been a skill I had. Like if I have like a paper or something like that, or like I have time to like like sign it out with my hands, like I can I can do larger numbers. But like you're right. Like I just I know what you know, five times five is. Yeah, I, like, I can do, I can do, like you were saying, Drew, like, a, a, any number times a single number, I can do that in my head, because I was taught to memorize the single number times a single number, all the way up. But if you're giving me, uh, any number times a, du- like, like a double or higher times a double or higher, that's where then, like, I would need a pen, I can do it in my head, but I'm actually, like, putting it in the air and whatnot and figuring it out and like actually have to do the math, but it's, it is still the way I'm doing it is based on the memorization of single number times single number and not how is it that, how to actually do it. Like that's, that's, that's the difference between like, but that is how you actually do it. Like that is what I'm saying is the way we were taught it is still how you do it. Like it's not like an invalid way. Of doing it's things. not an invalid way, <laughs> but it is also less, I don't know, le- less less intuitive. I kind of disagree. Well, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know what, aside from handful of things that I've seen, I really don't know how they're teaching it. But like, like, it's be- because, again, it's not, it's not teaching you problem solving. It's teaching you memorization. So because I, I can do 56 times 22 because I remember 2 times 6, 2 times 5. Well, 
that's a bad one because it's all twos. But you get what I'm saying. I can do 143 times 77. I almost did 77 again. Like 72 because I know 2 times 3, 2 times 4, 2 times 1. 7 times 3, 7 times 4, 7 times 1. And I can just do the, the, the addition after that. But with the newer methods of Common Core and with the box methods and things like that, they're actually given the problem solving of how it's done and, and like it is but, more I mean, mind expanding potentially. But from what I've seen, isn't it just basically the way we were taught to do it with, I mean, maybe an extra step? It is like you multiply the 50 by 2, the 6 by 2, the 50 by 70, or 7, and you know, whatever. Isn't it really not that different? Like, I, I feel like you think that we were taught it literally. Oh, here is just a chart of every number. That's what I was taught, were. though. Yeah, like that's in like third in third grade. grade. That's what yeah, I was taught. Yeah, but then we were taught in like sixth grade. Like, uh, but but even when we were taught that, it was then okay. And then here's what it goes to when you do double. You know, two digit numbers by two digit numbers. You multiply the fifty six by. Two, you multiply the fifty-six by seven and but shift everything not... to the right or left one number because you add the or you add the two zeros or whatever. Like we were taught that, that shit. Again, it was fifty-six like times it's... twenty-seven. I'm I was taught seven times six, seven times five. Uh huh. Or what, seven times 50. twenty times six, twenty or two times six, two times five with the zero added, and then add that all together. Right. Like that. Like I was still. It was still that memorization of. Are they, a single I number mean, times a single number. I uh, again, I don't know how they're teaching it, but I don't understand. Like, I don't know how really. Yeah, I feel like really it, be much different now. Like those, it the numbers to be are memorization. Doesn't the it? numbers are still numbers. They will always be numbers. They will always math out to the same thing, no matter how the fuck you get there. You know, like I don't know how they n- remember. Seven times two differently than because we remember. They're not seven being times two. Taught to remember. They're being taught to do the math. But that's what I'm saying. But, but you remembering is doing the math. Like no, me remembering is just going off this chart that I was given that I had to drill into my head. But like I, I don't I, know. Rich, I, don't I have a legit at... question. Yeah. Um, because you've probably seen this because of Eric and Audrey's kids, I assume, right? Yeah. Uh, well, so they're not quite there yet, but. Okay, Gwen but like legi- some- legitimate question then. So mm-hmm. we were like, like we have both agreed. Like third grade, we were taught memorization. Mm-hmm. It's just two times two is four, two times five is ten. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, when they're doing like the breakdown, like yes, like I understand they're being taught that like two times t- two times five is just two plus two plus two plus two plus two. But we were but, also like, taught that, isn't it? <laughs> No, 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 Drew, hang on, hang <laughs> yeah. on. Like, we, we are. Like, like I agree. Like, but they're being taught to do it longhand that way rather than just memorization. But, like, long term, aren't they still really just memorizing? Because they're just going to eventually learn that 2 times 5 is 10. They're not going to keep doing 2 plus 2 plus 2 plus 2 plus 2, right? Maybe. I, I don't really know. But, yes, you're right. I We were taught... Two times ten is two plus two plus two ten times whatever. But what I believe people are being taught nowadays isn't two times ten is twenty, and is more just strictly two times ten is two plus two plus two plus two. So yes, they're doing it the long form, 
and not memorizing them. Are they going to eventually learn? Yes. But the basis of the new math that they're being learned isn't memorization. That is my point. Yes, the math is the same. They're still doing math, but they're being taught in a different way than we were taught. I was taught to memorize what each of these single digits multiplication times tables equal, whereas they're being taught to do the math. I don't know. Like, I don't I'm, remember I'm being not told disagreeing. to memorize the the multiplication table. I no, literally I, had a pizza party because I yeah. memorized the times tables. I believe yeah, that, you did. I actually remember that too, like in third grade, and like it was literally a you had to be able to do up to ten. Um, we had like to do every up to twelve. I only remember having to do up to ten. Um, but you had to do one to ten times every number up to ten or twelve, whatever, whatever. Um, and if if you didn't do it, you didn't get to go to the pizza party. You had to just mm-hmm. stay in the classroom with like the class aide until you could do it. Yeah, and there was like that thing on the wall. Yeah. It was there was a thing on the wall, and you had to do your ones, your twos, your threes, your fours, all the way up to twelves. You had to do them all separately. So even if you did one through nine, and you still had to remember nine times twelve on each of them, that doesn't mean that you did your time twelve times tables. You had to do them each separately because I was taught to look at math as a grid, and one times twelve is this, and twelve times nine is this. That's how I was taught my multiplication. Yeah, like. I agree. That, 12 that times is... 3 is 36 because it falls on the grid where 12 and 3 would be 36. I actually don't remember being taught what multiplication actually was. Like, I just remember, like, it making sense by, like, middle school. Yeah, and again, you you you, you change schools in elementary school, which is very likely because back then there wasn't a... Like, there was a curriculum, that like, a statewide curriculum that needed to be hit, but... It probably varied from school to school where you would, and it varied from class to class where they would sit depending on how well the students did. Yeah. And, like, I have always been bad at math. Like, math was always the the part that I did worst on during, like, all the standardized testing and all. Like, I was actually better at, like, the more, um, like, abstract stuff, like algebra and things like that, where it's just like, all right, we'll find the letter. Because, like, that just made more sense than, like, remembering how to do long division or fractions. Like mm-hmm. fuck fact fuck fractions. I still don't fully understand them. They're well, opposite. I guess I, I guess I guess I should I should specify. I fully understand fractions. If you ask me to do any sort of arithmetic with fractions, it's just not gonna happen. My, what if I told you issue. algebra was just that? I don't believe you. It's all algebra is. It like, is. Like algebra, algebra is just all of, it's just regular math, but hey, we hid one of the numbers from you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it's, it's like a word. <laughs> It's like it's like a puzzle. I like puzzles. Yeah, math is other math isn't a puzzle. Other math is just memorization. Well, I mean, all math is the always, same. It was it was always sad in algebra class because my teacher was always asking me to find their x, and I'm like, well, I'm here in school, so like I can't right now. Can, can we look him, Rich? What's on the agenda? <laughs> uh, so after that thrilling math discussion, um, I finished Remnant from the Ashes, and I started Star Ocean the Divine Force. So we're going to talk about that for a bit. Uh, Drew, you played something called Tape to Tape, which I don't know what that is. It's, uh, I bet I'm it's assuming, a hockey game. I'm assuming it's a, a board game, um, but he'll let us know. Uh, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, um, and we all should have watched Star Trek from 2009. Which, fun fact, I almost watched the third Star Trek movie until I realized that wasn't the one that we were 
that would have been really funny if me and Drew were seeing her talk about the one from 2009 and you're like talking about whatever the fuck happened in the third one. Star Trek Beyond. It's the only one I haven't seen of that trilogy. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw, uh, I think it's Into the Dark or Into Dark or... I, yeah, I it's like Into Darkness, I I think is the actual title. Yeah. I want to say it's Into Darkness, but also isn't that the Spider-Man musical? So I'm not really 100%. No, no that, that is Spider-Man off Alone the in the Dark. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Turn Off the Dark, not Alone in the Dark. Oh, alone in the Dark is a game. <laughs> oh, yeah, Alone, alone a yeah. and a really bad movie. Uh, but yeah, so the only one... Uh, the only one I haven't seen was Beyond, and that was, I think that was, that came out the year Suicide Squad came out, and Suicide Squad won the, uh, the, the makeup Emmy. Yeah, that was, so Beyond, Star Trek Beyond and Suicide Squad, the first one, both came out the same year, and Suicide Squad was the one that won the, the, the Emmy for, uh, best makeup and people were furious because it was like, "Oh, look at all these! Just it's it's just Harley Quinn with a fake with fake tattoos." And it's like, "Yeah, but everyone in Star Trek Beyond were CG'd, so that's why they didn't win the best makeup." Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's that's our show, Rich. Huh. How is Remnant from the Ashes and Star Ocean? So Remnant from the Ashes, we talked about it uh, in like the bit last week. Um. That's a fun game. It really is. I, I enjoyed it uh, a lot. Um, it is very replayable. So the story itself is maybe now, like... On a scale uh, of 1 to 100, um, it has to be divisible by 3, though. Like, how much do you think you liked it? Let's see. Divisible by 3. Rules for 3s again. The two digits. <laughs> if the two digits have to add up to also then be divisible by 3. Is that what it was? Yep. Okay. I believe 9 is. Um... So, 1 to 100, but divisible by 3. So, does that mean I only have 1 to 33 at that no, point? No. Or is have... it still, like, like the number still has to be picked? Yeah, I mean, like, you, so... could pl- you could pick 90 because 3 goes into 90. Okay, so it's not like it's not like the score is equal to what the division is. It's just the score No, no, no it just has it to be it's... evenly divisible by 3. Okay, okay. Um, I would have to say, who's a good one? Uh, probably a seventy-two. Okay. No, probably Drew, can can you confirm that? Um, yes, yeah, that is divisible by is three. Nine. Yep. Yeah, seven. No, I, I, I know. I, I was kidding. I and I picked that number just because it was easy. Um, maybe seventy-five. Maybe seventy-five. We'll go with seventy-five. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it it is it is a very enjoyable game. Um, very replayable because once you beat the story, which is only about like let's say sub ten hours. Um, it's just, you can then continue to do the adventure mode, um, which is just playing through the region that's kind of roguelite, where, like, each time you run an adventure scenario, you you might run into different bosses, or run into, uh, go into different, like, special events that might happen or might be available, different puzzles that might be there. Um, sometimes you might have to run a world, like, several times to be able to see everything, or to be able to figure out other puzzles. Um, and, uh, there is also a roguelite mode called the survival mode, which I haven't even touched yet, because it goes through all of the biomes, and I didn't want to spoil any of the biomes before, uh, before actually getting to them in the story. So that, I do plan on doing that very soon, but it's, it, it, it's, it's very, a very good shooter. Um, the final boss is kind of weird, and if you're built, um, okay, where were we? Uh, you were talking about Remnant from the Ashes. Yeah. Uh, so, 
Um, let's see. The game is super replayable with the whole adventure mode and the roguelite mode that I haven't been able to get into. And it's, it is very, um, there's no, like, real online purpose. There's no, like, multiplayer or anything. Or there's multiplayer, but there's no, like, uh, uh, competitive or anything like that. It's just really, uh, honestly, I said this last week, Drew, because, uh, I was like, it was Destiny mixed with Soulsborne, but it's also, like, it gives me kind of, um, a little bit Diablo feel, not as much loot, looter shooter. Like it's not as much like uh, 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 what's it called, the the Borderlands. But it's still like you 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 can just make different loadouts based on your weapons and the mods or the which is the magic powers that you've gotten. Uh, and you can just set it up uh to where one of the loadouts that uh, somebody was using, I didn't have to do anything. I just walked behind them and they destroyed all the enemies as they were walking by. Um, and it's just, like, explosions and lightning bolts all over the place. Uh, or you can... For me, I was doing, like, a full-on summoner build, so I just... I would summon two two mounted turrets and a dog. And they would just wreck everything. And as they're wrecking everything, it would heal me. Because of an, an accessory that I have. Um, and so anytime they would run out... By the time they would run out with the equipment and loadout that I had, by the time their timer would run out... I'd be able to summon two more turrets and another dog and just sit there. And like, I was using a laser rifle. So I would just like beam them with the laser rifle the whole time. And it's just like, it, it all works very well together and it all feels very solid and smooth. The, the aiming is like, it's not like, it's not RPG aiming. So it's like, you're, you're hitting where you're shooting. There's a little bit of like recoil or or bullet spread but besides that like you're hitting where you're shooting where your aim is where you're shooting there's i was no, slightly like... confused by what you meant there when you said rpg aiming i'm like oh oh i like it took me a second for that to like actually Are, click i guess maybe more more like Fortnite aiming where you could aim right in front of you and shoot 30 meters to your right um it's stuff like where it's like there's no like dice roll shooting right like you're shooting where you're aiming which is nice uh the gun fight Gun gunplay feels very good. Um, I didn't really do a lot of melee because the game isn't the game is built to have melee and you can make a melee build, but it it's honestly kind of boring to me. Maybe if I had different mods, it might have felt a little less boring. But it's all you're just it's kind of dull sitting there just swinging your sword. It's it's not a well built system for me. Uh, that, but yeah, I, I just, mean that's valid. Yeah, yeah, I I I had I had a really good time playing it. Um, I wish I played it back in the day. Uh, they had a, uh, event today for the sequel showing off gameplay and things like that, new classes and how it's going to work. And I am super interested to watch that. I was hoping to watch it during work, but work was shit today. So I wasn't able to, I was barely able to watch half of what I wanted to do or do half of what I wanted to do during work today. Um, so just like, it was just a bad day with work, but I will probably watch that tonight after we get done here. Um, but from what I'm hearing, it's like, it's going above and beyond what this game did. Uh, it, it is also, I did find out after like midway through playing it, this is a sequel to another game. Oh. There's, there's a game called Kronos Within Ashes or something like that, that, uh, was more Soulsborne-esque, but it was all melee and there was no gunplay that I hear is just not that great. Um, and it actually, the final boss in this game is the main character from that game. Oh. And, it, like, oh, it's weird, like, the longer you play, the older your character gets. But, like, if you're able to reach the age of, like, 80, you're apparently just immortal in the world. 
So, like, one of the characters that you meet in this game, he's, uh, he is the grandfather of the commander that picks you up at the beginning of the game. And he's, like, 180 years old, but he looks like he's, like, 70. Huh. Yeah. It's interesting. I want to watch a lore video for it, because there's a lot of lore. There's a lot of, like, in-depth information. You mentioned a... that the other, day, uh, the other day, last week. Yeah, I just beat the game last night. Otherwise, I would have watched it before we recorded. Or I would have found something to watch before we recorded, but I like I just beaten it last night. Oh, and um, there's a sequel coming out this year. Yeah, Remnant, uh, Remnant Two, which is like I said, that's the uh, they showed a video for it um, today. With uh, so one of the classes is the handler, which you get a dog to command, and the dog can you can set it to like offense, defense, and and support, and like support will like heal you and anybody who's around the dog will get healed while standing in his aura or offense he'll go and attack and he'll boost like attack damage or something like that and and like you can command it so it's like the game is three players at a time and so it's like oh great we're gonna have three people and three dogs because we're all gonna use a dog but uh the only thing that like i don't i didn't really like and i think i kind of mentioned this last time was that you're given a class to select at the beginning of the game but it doesn't matter after about two hours because all oh, the class, weird. all the class selection does is gives you your starting equipment and starting mod, but or uh, starting traits. But from doing the adventure mode in the first area, you can get the traits for the other two classes by fighting certain bosses in the first region in the Earth region. So you just at one at some point or another, it's just like all right, now just. Play however you want. You, If you found a comfortable play style, play that way. You don't have to play the way that you started because everything's available to you. Which I'm like, that's cool, but also at the same time it makes like class selection kind of pointless. Just maybe like, I like I don't know, I felt weird. It felt a little little off. Like, why, why, why make me have this choice if it doesn't matter? That is true. Well, like, I mean, like, it doesn't not matter entirely, but it, to your point, like, Eventually, it didn't matter. It, like, literally, because you could never go get all those other skills. Yeah, you could never go get those skills, but it's only two of them. It's only two other traits, which don't really make a difference. Uh, that big of a difference, because, like, for instance, I started as the hunter class, which is like the sniper, the long range, and his trait is reduces enemy detection on you. And so you can max that out to, like, 20% less detectable. Which, sure, it's super detect less detectable, but, like, that doesn't really do much. At least the Hunters isn't that great. The, um, maybe the melees is different. Maybe it's, like, increased melee damage or defense. I can't remember. And the Warlocks is, like, increased mod power. But it's, like, every trait maxes out at tw- at level 20 Generally, it's plus 20%, so each level into the trade is plus 1%. Um, and, like, it doesn't... After, after a certain point, because the traits are unlimited, it doesn't really make a difference. You can... I know people that are level 700, 800 in this game, and still don't have all the traits unlocked. But at one point or another, it's just... It starts to become like, alright, well, you're a god doing whatever the hell you want to do, because everything's maxed. Yeah, I mean, you know, if it's replayable enough to get yeah. you there, like, cool... But also, like, yeah. that's kind of very Diablo 1-ish, honestly. Like, Diablo 1 has no 
skill tree. Like, the yeah. skills are random. Like, it's if you find the spellbooks, cool, and have the right amount of intelligence to read the spellbook. That's the only yeah. skill. And, you know, like, the characters had slight different attack speeds with certain weapons. But otherwise, mm-hmm. like, oh, the only difference was their base stats and one ability that yeah. really, like, you never used. Yeah, and so in uh, in Remnant 2, in the next one, the classes will matter. Like, you, it, but it's maybe believe it might, this might have answered during the thing. Like I said, I haven't watched it yet, but like it's believed that maybe you're going to be able to jump between classes, but like you still have to select your class before you're going in, going into a run. Whereas in Remnant from the Ashes, if you go into a run and you go to a location where your build out isn't worth it, you can just straight up change everything in the middle of the run to whatever you want. But there is also a roguelite mode where you start in one region and you start with base equipment and you just go up from there um that I haven't done yet. I really want to try that. I'm super excited to get it. There is also uh like a DLC campaign that I get, I got that I didn't get into yet. Uh but I hear it's only only like 3 or 4. Yeah. So I was just um looking up kind of what you were saying before about um the pre like the prequel to it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. It seems like the the game Chronos wasn't originally a prequel. It was originally like a separate game, came out before, um, excuse me, Revenant from the Ashes, as an Oculus Rift game, hmm. that they then, in 2020, overhauled into a, like, just console game, and okay. added the, um, the subtitle Before the Ashes, and labeled it as a prequel to Revenant from the Ashes. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Interesting. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I I definitely if you if besides Cub, if you're interested in these in this game, if, if this sounds fun, if you like like kind of replayability and 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 Destiny style shooting and and just like honestly being able to just shut, I kind of feel like you could just shut off for like an hour and play this game and like get stuff done or just relax while playing it. It starts off pretty tough, but it 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 gets so the, obviously the more you play the easier it gets because you just become more and more of a god it but it's just it's a fun game and what about um star ocean i am enjoying star ocean more than i expected i was going i'm only about 3 to 4 hours in and like it's got mixed reviews on steam so i was like cautious but it's getting like i looked online to just see like where those mixed reviews stand with everyone else and it got like seven six six to set six to sevens maybe like seven and a halfs and i'm like okay all right so it's not a bad game it's just it's it's it's, it's pretty it's, middle it's, of the it's, road it's yeah which honestly like we all know i don't think a seven should be considered middle of the road high high middle sure i guess if anything but not middle of the road no look we all know the scale ends at six and a half yeah um like seven's about the worst game you could play exactly but I, I got into it and I was like, all right, I kept my expectations low because I was seeing a lot of people like, uh, saying that his mixed reviews and whatnot. And I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun with the combat style. It's very similar to, uh, Tales of Arise where you have like your ability gauge that each attack that you would use uses part of that gauge. And so you have to let that fill up. Um, the enemies, I've never played a Star Ocean game, so I don't know how closely named these enemies are to other Star Ocean games, but I am loving the names of some of the enemies. So, what would you name a bandit 
in your own fantasy game. Like, say it's a normal enemy that you're fighting that's called a bandit, that would be considered just like the generic bandit. Carl. What would you name? Well, like, generic, fine, we would fight a a bunch of Carls, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Drew, you'd, they call these guys scumbags. That's awesome. Okay, that's pretty good. I was like, this is good. I like this. I'm enjoying this. I can't think of, like, any of the other names, but, like, scumbags really set, stood out for me. And I'm like, I like it. And the enemy design itself is probably still very similar to how the design was in the old Star Ocean games, but, like, modernized. That they, like, it's kind of weird to see this, like, kind of realistic world with these kind of cartoony monsters and enemies. That, like, it, it, it fits. It's like, it gives me a combination of Final Fantasy and Dragon Age into one. And, like, I like it a lot. I think I actually own a Star Ocean game. Let me, hang on a sec. I mean, you can talk. Yeah. Um, the, the story, that, this is one thing I'm really enjoying about the story is, like, it didn't get super JRPG with you right from the get go. Like, when I say I played for three and a half hours, I played for three hours. Like, th- that's really good for a JRPG. To start a game and in the first three and a half hours get to play for three hours, that's amazing. Because um, it's usually the other way around. Uh, like, this one, uh, it's weird because you get to pick a starting character. And so you pick the character and they give you a small little snippet of backstory. And then they introduce the other character almost immediately. And then you're just like, alright, go. Do the next part of the quest. Do the quest. Do this next leg of the 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 the, the mission, and it's just like, all right, is it, okay. I I don't have to sit here and listen to you talk for three hours. I can actually play right away. This is weird. Um, and like there wasn't a lot of over, there wasn't a lot of over dialogue. Over, it wasn't overly dialogued. It did give me bits and pieces of the story in a decent amount of time. Like I liked how they introduced and threw the story in. A lot better than Tales of Arise did, for sure. Let me tell you that. Um, and one thing that I loved about this game is that the characters talked while running around, and you didn't have to stop and let them talk for 20 minutes and three sets of conversations, like in Tales of Arise. I don't think I own a Star Ocean game anymore, but I think I may have at one point. I feel like I, I knew someone who had a Star Ocean, but I don't know who. It, it, it I probably wasn't you. might have been you. Oh no! I had Lunar. I had uh, Lunar yeah. Silver Star Story, not okay. Star Ocean. Um, but yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Uh, it's beautiful. If you look look up at the sky during the night, it's it's a beautiful sky. Uh, it's got some interesting mechanics to it that I'm still trying to figure out, and it's got a huge ass uh sphere grid in the game uh for leveling up. So you get uh SP. I think it's spirit points or whatever for getting level ups and you use those to, to allocate into this grid that like each character has two paths they can take either magic or attack. One of the characters has like three paths they can take with magic attack or defense or something like that. Um, and it's like the further out some, it's generally between 25 and 100 SP per thing that you're trying to upgrade or trying to learn. And like it, it, some of them are passive abilities. Some of them are just general stat increases, and some of them are are active abilities. Uh, that it's just like, all right, this is a cool system. Like I can pick and choose what what I'm learning, what I'm what I'm leveling up and getting to. So if I need, if I want somebody to focus on magic, I'll send them in the magic route. And that's kind of what I have right now is 
one dude going defense, one dude going magic, and one person going attack. Um, really early on, I got the ability to increase experience gain by 23%. So I'm like, yeah, let's do that because why not? And, and uh, you said you, you were only about four hours in? Yeah, three to four, three and a half, four hours in, something like that. I started it on Monday. Um, do you know how long it is? About 40 hours. Okay, um, so you're, you've got a while. I've got a while, but at the same time, uh, with my current schedule of like, play whatever the fuck I want. It, it'll be done by the end of the month, but it, I honestly might get it done within the next two weeks or so, depending on, like, what I decide to play each day and who's available. I'm probably going to dedicate one or two long stream Sundays to, to playing it because it is an RPG, so you need a lot of time into it. And once I'm fully clear of Remnant stuff, like, Remnant and Monster Hunter are going to be interchangeable each week that I play. So it's like, maybe one week will be Remnant, one week will be Monster Hunter. Instead of, like, a day for each, just because it's like, alright, whatever I'm feeling that day is what I'll play that day. Um, and so it's, right now, it's dedicating a lot of time to either Star Ocean or Remnant, or whatever else I want, because I'm, I'm not, I'm not just sticking to one game anymore, because that killed me. <laughs> Let me tell you, that killed me. Especially, I don't know, like, it seems like the best way to do it is to just no. constantly play one single game. No, uh, like that, like, cause I did that for, and, and it was, it wasn't as bad. For, um, Hi-Fi Rush and Jedi Fallen Order, like, it wasn't that bad, because I was, like, I was super enjoying them and playing them and spending, like, I would stop playing that, like, take a day here or there, but Tales of Arise, after 12 sessions of playing that game, some shit like that, two straight weeks of just playing Tales of Arise, I was like, oh my god, this is so fucking long, it needs to be over. But what Uh, if you did that just all the time? Just one long game after the other? No multiplayer, just four days a week, five hours at a time. You just played really long games. No, I wouldn't. I no, <laughs> I can't. You gotta, you gotta find yourself that niche, and that could be your niche. Look, I, I've tried finding myself that niche so many times with so many different things. I, I, my niche is I play whatever the fuck I want to play. That's my niche. If well, you guys boring. want me, if if y'all want me to play something. Redeem the reward points and and ask me to play something. It's too expensive. But otherwise, I, all right, Cobb. I, I mean, uh, I'm gonna make him a rogue streamer. Uh, oh, gonna I make mean, you play rogue until you fucking beat rogue. There's no beating that game. Yes, there is. There, look, there is an end to it. Look, if I don't like, like, I'll if you redeem that to have me play rogue, I'll play rogue. But if I don't like it after like two weeks. And it takes me two weeks, and I'm still nowhere near the end. I'm just going to stop because so it, it does. In theory, it could just click for you, and you could finish it in one run. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You could. yeah. I could. I it won't. won't. I won't. Yeah, no. <laughs> I I can I can tell you a hundred percent right now. I probably won't like it just because I don't like the style. I don't like the, the, the whatever it's called. Like I like the roguelites and whatnot, but like the 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 art, like whatever it's called. You know what I'm saying? Rogue, the ASCII art. Yeah, that's oh, ASCII that, stuff. Okay. I don't like. I don't like it. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna like it. Like, yeah, it's funny that you, L stands for llama, and that's the enemy you fight. But like, I don't. I'm just. Not, I'm not gonna like it. I'm probably not gonna find it fun. I don't know. Rogue's pretty cool. It's, what if, it's, what if you drank a plaid potion? What if I told you there were plaid potion? <sighs> Look, what, it's got its. What if he told you you had to fight the letter P? Hmm? It's got its novelty, I'm sure. And I, maybe I'll like it for the novelty, but 
it's it would be the same as playing shower with your dad simulator. I'll be done after two hours. What if I told you attacking melee with an arrow was better than shooting them? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. No. It's not how real life works. I don't know. Like, if you're not good at shooting an arrow, but you have an arrow, and you just go up there and stab people with it. Then why not have a dagger? Well, because sometimes you have nothing but arrows. Why would you have arrows if you're not good with arrows? It's what you found. <laughs> but why would you go out into the world and not have anything on you? Do you take do you take a dagger everywhere you go? I, I mean, don't go places that require daggers. You go out in the world, buddy, you require a dagger. Well, if I legit required a dagger, I would go out into the world with a dagger or whatever other weapon I'm decent with. I wouldn't just go into a world with nothing. You just told us you do though. No, I because I don't need it. I don't need daggers in, 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 well, actually, it's fucking New Jersey in the United States. Maybe I do need a dagger. That's, but see, still, that's what I'm saying. Still, I go to Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I don't need a dagger. Okay. Mm, debatable. Definitely debatable. <sighs> um, but so you're enjoying Star Ocean? Yeah, I am enjoying it. I, uh, I, I'm, I, like I said, I'm liking it a lot more than I thought I was going to, but probably because I lowered my expectations. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, it, it's, it's just, it's, it's really interesting story because the two main characters, like the, the Leticia is, these names, Leticia, I can't remember her last name, and Aliard, I believe is the, is her ward's name, are from the planet that you're on in this game. And then you have Raymond, yeah. Raymond Lawrence, and his And brother, all those Carls. His brother, I can't remember what his brother's name was, but it's something just as dumb as Raymond. But it's like you have this fancy fantasy name, Letitia and uh, Balliard or whatever, and then you have Raymond. Because um, it's like he's from a separate planet. He's from a different planet with a different society and things like that. So like they, they made it different. Um, the, the character models themselves aren't all that spectacular. Like, And there are some technical issues. The game stutters quite a bit, which is probably where a lot of like the poor reviews on Steam are coming from because people will review something very poorly if it hiccups once or twice. Um, but apparently how, if I just... How old is it? It's not that old. It's within a year or two, I think. Oh, wow. I did not realize there had been a Starish in that recent. Uh, let's see. This week's store page. I played 3.1 hours and it released October 27th, 2022. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is, that is one of the newest games you've played in a while. Uh, no. Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, I forgot you did play that one. Yeah, Hi-Fi Rush. Well, to be literally... fair, I said one of the newest games, not the newest game. It's true. I mean, true, true. You're. It probably is one of the newest. Um, probably. I can't. I can't think. Of... Yeah, you know, it's probably outside of Hi-Fi Rush, the newest game I played in a in 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 a while. I'm not sure. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, because for a while there, like you were playing like Mega Man games, you were playing Resident Evil games. And, like, other things that you've just either had for a while or that were, like, PS Plus games or whatnot. So, yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Playing a modern game for a change. So, it would be, it would be, um, this is the most recent, and then Sifu is the next one that would be most recent after Hi-Fi Rush. So, it would be Hi-Fi Rush, Star Ocean, Sifu, because uh, Sifu was mid-2022, or early 2022. Um, and then Tunic, and then Elden Ring. Well, Elden Ring's already a year old, isn't it? Yeah. And I played that game at launch. Wow, so is Horizon Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. Man, where did the year go? Somewhere. 
But it's, anyway. it is, it, uh, Star Ocean itself is, it, I'm very interested to see how they play the story because you pick your character. And so I think there's snippets of story that I'll be getting as, because I chose Letitia. Um, I think there's snippets of story that I'm going to get because I picked her and, and missing minor things. Like, it's probably not major things that I'll be missing because I didn't pick Raymond. And I, I think that's like a cool way to introduce and play and, and put the story together. You just got to play twice. No. <laughs> just no. Uh, anything else you want to say about Star Ocean though, before we move along? Uh, no, not, not at the time being. We'll, we'll see how I feel about it when I beat it. Yeah. You've got 36 more hours to go. Yeah. Not that far. Not uh, that Drew. What is tape to tape? So tape to tape uh, is a hockey rogue light. I was right. It is a hockey game. It is a hockey game. Oh, uh, right. It's out in early development. Yeah, uh, I probably talked about it when it came out uh, as a demo earlier in the oh, year. Oh, right. This game actually looks kind of cool. Yeah, it plays a bit like your old school like NHL '94 kind of game. Um, but as you're going, you get different ability, or you'll have options of what you want to do and sometimes it's just take a rest and like all of your players can either get one specific attribute highly boosted or all of all four attributes slightly boosted and then or it might be play a game and you'll get uh, a trait for a character and then you'll go on to like the next thing which might be is be a game where you might get an artifact which gives some sort of bonus to your whole team or it might be some weird thing happens to your main character who, like, now all of a sudden has a special ability you can't get otherwise. And right now there's three worlds you go through. Yeah. I've, I've finished one run. Um, but it's cool. Uh, like, and you, as you win games, you earn rubber to, you can unlock abilities. I think there's a bug where if you've played the demo, it has all the abilities unlocked right away. Whatever, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or you can upgrade your main character, which is probably what you should spend the points on anyway. I guess some of the abilities probably, depending on what is unlocked by default, probably worthwhile to unlock some of the other ones or unlock some of the other playable characters. Because you always get one like special character from one of the other teams you can randomly play and almost all of them have some unique ability uh like there's a cultist who his ability is he randomly changes into some other character for a limited amount of time uh some players have like a yo-yo ability where you hit the button once to activate the ability it like passes the puck away from you in whatever direction you're aiming, and then you can hit it again to pull it back to you, and you could like one timer off of that or to make another pass, whatever. But it's like cool to be like, oop, puck just randomly, it just magically comes directly back to me without being touched. And I don't know, it's a fun game. I'm curious to see what more they add. They've been doing updates, patching it, fixing bugs that people are reporting and whatnot. So they're doing work, but it's fun. That's cool. They're like, is it? It's full games of hockey. Uh, they're like two minute periods. Okay, so it's fast. Yeah, it's pretty fast. Yeah, I remember. I you played the demo during like that, like uh, oh, what is that thing they do where it's like demo palooza or whatever? Yeah, whatever it was back in like it looks like it was February according to Steam. But oh, I think it's called Steam Next Fest. Yeah, that sound right? sounds right. Sure. Um, 
I remember you playing it back then and looking it up at the time and being like, oh, this actually looks kind of cool. Like, it had, like, a fun art style and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Uh, it plays really well. It's in early access right now, though? Yeah, early access, it's $20. So okay, that's not actually not too, too bad. Expensive. Might even still be on sale. Let me go to the store page. Because, like, you know, everything on Steam goes, like, oh, it's on sale the first or two or whatever when it comes out. Is still on sale for $18 for the launch uh, till May 22nd, so. Do they have, like, a, we plan on going, like, full release by X part of the year or whatever? Um, let's see. Don't know if it does on the Steam page, but they have a Discord server, apparently, that you can join if you want, and I need to map maybe some talk on there. They're apparently building a wiki. Which, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, we plan to keep the game in early access until the end of the year to obtain as much feedback as possible and or incorporate into the game. The exact nice. duration okay. is not set in stone and will depend on how much we feel needed. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Uh, the publisher, Noel Games, is where Matt Rory from Giant Bomb works now. Oh, shit. That's funny. Yeah, I think it's like the first game that they've put out since he went there or something like that. Or just saw him tweet about it, like, when it came out. I was like, oh, look at that. That's weird. <laughs> Man, I am still waiting for this week's Bombcast to come out. I saw they recorded in person. Yeah, and, like, Jan also tweeted that um he had to get on a plane to fly home. And ah. that he would put, like, it would the archive would go up afterwards. Makes sense. So, you know. Yeah, he tweeted yesterday, archive probably go- gonna pop up tomorrow on the feeds. But, you know. It's end. It's end of the day on the west on the east coast. Mm-hmm. I want my bombcast. It's actually fine. Like it's not like I would listen to it today anyway. I'll probably listen to it like tomorrow yeah. or Friday. Mm-hmm. But it's just weird because usually like it's so on time. Yeah. Even even when bad things happen, it is still there. <laughs> um. But you're gonna are you gonna keep playing tape to tape? Um. I'll probably give it a break for a little bit till they put like some next big thing in the early access stuff, but although I guess it'll depend if, like, my brother buys it and, like, wants to play because it does also have, like, just play a game, like, pick a team play a game on, and online oh, multiplayer. Cool. Actually, don't know that it actually technically has online multiplayer, but when you load it up, it tells you, hey, you can go ahead and, like, screen share this or whatever, the Steam multiplayer that way. So, even if it doesn't technically have multiplayer, it does now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to say about it? Yeah. Looks like it's good. All right. Well, Rich, uh, how was Guardians without spoiling anything? Oh, my God. Guardians is great, man. It's such such a good movie. Uh, it's so fun. Uh, there's, oh, man, there's 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 a bit, there's there are two bits in the movie that I just want to talk about so fucking that, like, I don't know anybody else who's seen the movie yet to where I can't talk about them. One of them, it's not really spoilery, um, but it's just it's a funny bit that I want to talk about. And then the other one, it's also not spoilery, but if you know it's coming, it's not going to be as good. And, like, it's it, it, it has nothing to... Both of these don't really have anything to do with the story. But if you, like, one of them, it's just like, oh, that's a good bit. But the other one, like, if you know it's coming and you know this is going to happen, you're, you're, it's going to take away from when it happens what it is. So I'm mad that I can't talk about these with people. Um, but I decided to go see it, uh, kind of on a whim on Sunday 
because I had been seeing potential spoilers online of such and such characters done or such and such characters done or this or that or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, I need to just go see this movie so I don't get spoiled because people are being rude as fuck. Um, none of those happen to actually be anything legit that I had seen online. So I panicked for no reason, but I really wanted to see this movie. Um, the story is super fun. It's, uh, the, the, the soundtrack is fantastic. Um, the, the actual, like, set design and art direction that they went with this, like, some of, some of what they used in some of the sequences that I would have a hundred expect, a hundred percent expected to have been CG, like, kind of felt practical effects, which, like, there's, there's a sequence you might have seen in trailers where, like, they're all in space in different colored spacesuits. Like, that felt yes real to me. That didn't feel like it was a CG set. The way they, like, if it is CG, the way they set it all up and the way they put it together, it felt like it was an actual built set, which is just really good. Um, there's one cameo that, uh, I was super excited to see, um, that you'll probably enjoy as well, Cobb, when you see it. And, um, just overall, like, the whole story for the movie is just great. Uh, the, the high evolutionary is the villain and he's fantastic. Um, I didn't realize that was who the villain was going to be. I thought I I Thanks apologize. For spoiling. If, I apologize if that's considered a spoiler. I didn't watch the trailers very much. I I actually so. don't know anything at all about this movie other than I think Adam Warlock is supposed to be in it. Yeah, Adam Warlock is in it. He's played by fucking uh remember the kid in that Yeah, it, it's Will Poulter from um Will Poulter, yeah. That movie with Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, that's exactly the movie. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the movie, but Jason Sudeikis. Uh, um, We're the Millers or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he, Rachel he plays from like Friends. The, yeah, he plays Jennifer Aniston. You mean? Yeah, he he plays the kid that knows all the rap lyrics to uh, "Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls." Yeah, uh, but yeah, it is it is such a good movie. Um, I I love uh, 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 crypto, right? Cosmo, Cosmo. I love Cosmo. Yeah, cri- crypto's um, a different dog. Crypto, crypto is Superman's dog, right? right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but I love Cosmo. Cosmo's in it. Um, and uh, I love what they did with Groot in this one. Groot is fantastic. Uh, I and like I have a question about something that happens with Groot as well. That I'm just a couple of things about Groot that I'm just confused or curious about. But I, like I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, but honestly, I, I went and saw this movie what like noonish. Uh, something like that. What did I see it? I saw it, I saw it at 2.30. It's supposed to be a two and a half hour movie. I saw it at 2.30. I didn't get out of the movie theater till almost a uh, quarter of six. Um, so it took an extra half hour for them with trailers and everything before I, the movie finished. Oh yeah, no, uh, I mean, that, that, that is always accurate. Like, if a movie showtime is 2.30, the movie itself is starting 30 minutes later. Yeah. Um, the post credit scenes are good. Uh, I just, it, it is... Yeah, I can't really say much without spoiling it, because it is, I, I mean, I think this is public knowledge, or, like, out in the open, like, it, it is, it is the end of a trilogy, like. Wow, thanks. James, James Gunn isn't doing these anymore, he's, he's part of, uh, DC now, so it's like, who knows, based on that, whether or not they're ever going to do more Guardians in one. I mean, so, Marvel like, has basically confirmed that, like, this particular group is yeah. done. And, like, most of the actors, like, their contracts are done and, and they are done. And, and, and a lot of the actors have expressed, like, Drax, for instance, has expressed, like, he's ready to be done with Drax for now. 
Uh, he wants to do other things. But, like, so has fucking Tom Holland said with Spider-Man. He wants to, like, take a step back from Spider-Man for a bit and whatnot and focus on being a family man with Zendaya. Uh, like, you can still do that and come back as your character in the future. Um, it's hey, I think it's like, different for Dave Batista though, because he's in his 50s now. Well, yeah. Almost yeah. 50. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, like, it's, it's hard to go into the movie and talk about the movie without spoiling it. Because of, like, how everyone, like, all, like, what Marvel said, where this is, it's like the end of the team or whatever, and this and that and blah, 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 that it's like, alright, there, there are questions that I have that I could bring up that, like, could push you in a, a thought process of something that could happen here or there or whatever. And so it's like, there's the whole, like, any comments on pretty much anything in the movie can be, with with how they built the story and what happened in this movie and with the story and everything behind it being potentially the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie, like I can't talk about anything until I it's I'm open to be able to talk about spoilers if that makes sense. Like there's yeah, no, it, like it definitely does because like you could you could go see um you could talk about stuff that happened in a, Infinity War or in Endgame. Without spoiling it, but because of how, like, how the story goes from beginning to end, like, literally right at the beginning, stuff happens to where it's like, all right, there's a major focus on the story about this, and if I talk about this, then I'm potentially spoiling something that could happen, and so, like, I'm just like, all right, I can't, I can't really talk about anything. Uh, I, like, I know you don't want the spoilers, I know, thinking you might go probably see it soon, I know you're done with opening weekend releases. No, like, I, I'm just done going to the movies. Um, I won't see it until it comes to like streaming. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, it was, it's definitely worth going to see. Um, I'm glad, like, I don't often go to the movies by myself anymore. Before the pandemic, I would go all the time. But after the pandemic, I'm like, "Uh, I don't really want to do that. If I'm going to go see a movie, it's going to be with a bunch of people because, like, otherwise, I don't want to go potentially get COVID to go see a movie by myself. Um, but this, this was worth it. This is a really, Really good movie. Um, I think the only movie in the foreseeable future I might actually go see is um um Across the Spider Verse. That of all movies would probably be the worst movie for you to go see. Yeah. So that would be a but, dumber no, move no, than going he, and seeing here, Guardians. 100%. No, no. Here's here's the thing. It's not kids that are bad in fucking movie theaters. It's fucking adults. All of the worst experiences I have had in movie theaters are fucking adults no, playing on their of- fucking phones. Having conversations, being fucking scumbags. No, the last time, the, the time that you went to a movie and you walked out on were because the adults weren't taking care of their kids. Because of the kids, you had a bad movie experience. Yeah, but that gonna... was that was one bad movie experience on top of another on a movie that kids shouldn't have been at to begin with, and the parents well, were uh, encouraging it. it. Like, it it, it's different movie. if the kids are misbehaving and the parents are trying to, like, stop it. These these parents were encouraging it. They were telling their kids to go run and ask for things. They were like, go ask your aunt if she needs anything. Like, those people were actual pieces of shit. And it's, yeah, like, every movie that we have been to in, like, the last, like, two years, there's been somebody in there just on their phone the whole time because they don't want to be at the fucking movie. They got dragged by somebody else. So I've, rather than just saying no, they sit there and play on their fucking cell phones. Yeah. I, I've, I've never had a bad experience at a movie, 100%. We also don't go to the 10 a.m. like matinees and stuff like that, and I think you do those often, no, right? No, no. I thought that's what you normally went to. No, I go to, 
I mean, it depends. Like, if, if my brother's buying the tickets, even if my brother's buying the tickets, he's getting, like, 12, 12 o'clock, 9, 9 uh, like, 11 or 12 o'clock tickets. Like, oh, see, I thought but, you, you always did, like, that very first showing. But, like, I went, I went and saw, when I saw, uh, what time did I see, what's it called? Uh, um, Black Panther. Maybe Fandango will have my purchase history. But, yeah, like, but I also, we, I, I, we went I to see the Mario Brothers movie at, like, 2 o'clock on a weekend. And kids were making noise, but they were making noise appropriate to the fucking movie. And when some kids started screaming, the parent quiet the, quieted them down. Yeah, because you went and saw a good movie. And people want... 100% your last bad experience was fucking Black Panther, which was a bad movie. Like, yeah, I mean... But, like, the problem is, like, people need to stop bringing fucking two-year-olds to three-hour-long movies. So, Black Panther was 9.45 in the morning. Uh, Thor Love that's and a, Thunder was 12 o'clock. Doctor Strange was nine forty five in the morning, but I didn't buy those tickets. I don't think. Uh Sonic two was eleven it was before twelve o'clock. Spider Man Far From Home was three in the afternoon. I don't know. It it's but just that, one of those things like twenty nineteen. I, I legitimately legitimately like movies. There aren't good movies coming out anymore. Like I have just I will still watch the Marvel movies. I have no real anything for them. Like I know you're saying Guardians is really good. I just don't care. Like, I'm glad it's good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. But, like, I'll watch it when it hits streaming, and, like, I will probably forget that it hits streaming and not watch it for months afterwards unless somebody mm-hmm. says something. Yeah. Like, I am just so fucking tired of the same fucking movie over and over again. But, and again I don't I don't think Guardians... This is, like, I don't... I don't get any of that superhero-y, trope bullshit from Guardians. Like, I don't get... A sense of oh, this is the same thing. I don't get any of that in this and, movie, and that's and I, great. I I hope that is the case, yeah. but I also cannot spend fifty fucking dollars to go to a movie and have it why just be s- something that's boring. Why are you spending so much money to go to the damn movie? Well, the movie takes are like fifteen. There's okay. two of us. Yeah. Um. Plus, there's like the service fees because you buy them online. <laughs> I mean, there's that too because I I never stop to get stuff on the way. Well, I just don't, I, this was the first time I got food, I got stuff at a movie in probably three years. I don't get, or or before the pandemic, since before the pandemic, even well before the pandemic, I don't get snacks at the movies. So I usually don't get snacks at the movies. I usually don't get snacks. I usually get something to drink. Like, I I don't, I I don't want to sit there for three hours and not have something to drink. I usually won't even do that. Like, the, the only reason I did it this time is because I had... I had not, I went and saw it at like 2.30, like I said, and I had not eaten since 8, eight o'clock in the morning. And so I was like, all right, I Which need. Which makes sense. I need to get something right now. Like, if I had been able to eat before the movie, but because I built the cabinet that day, and I had, and it was just like, it was a last minute decision to go see it, so I had an hour to shower and get to the movie theater, I did not have time to eat before going to the movie, that it was like, all right. I had to get something. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gotten anything. Because I'm just like, fuck that. I ain't spending a fucking... I, I, it cost me twice, almost three times the uh, the ticket price to get fucking... For for, for a, a small drink? Or no, a regular size drink. Because they don't have smalls. A regular size, which is fucking giant. Yeah, it's like and, $9. And, <laughs> and, and a, a bag of uh, fucking uh, 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 beef jerky. Because that's really the only thing that's like kind of diet friendly for me and even then it's not really that diet friendly because it's super high in sodium 
Oh, that's fine. Sodium just dehydrates you. That's what you want. Yeah. And that's how you get the veins, man. That's how you get the vascularness. They didn't even have fucking bottles of water. I was like, you have bottles of water? He's like, well, you can get water from the machine. And I'm like, I'll just get a, I was like, I'll just get a fucking diet soda or something. Just give me the machine. If I'm going to buy a machine cup for nine fucking dollars, I'm going to get a soda. Like, I'm not paying for water from the machine. Oh, no, I, I, I agree with you. Like, I would much rather have not had the soda. Um, but yeah, it's like, I get it. Movies are expensive. Um, but I also, like I said, I've never had the bad experiences in movies. I usually go see them afternoon movies. Some, if I have a choice of what time to go see the movie, it's sometime between 11.30 and 3 o'clock during the weekend. Yeah, we usually go to, like, mid-afternoon ones, too. Mm-hmm. Or I've, early to mid-afternoon. I've never had a bad experience. Yeah, it's just, like, we we also, like, we haven't gone to, like, the opening weekend for a movie since before COVID, either. So it's like, and I almost feel like when you go opening weekend, there's, like, a different energy in the theater. There is. Um, where, like, there might be noise, but it's, like, movie-appropriate noise, if that makes sense. Yeah. Opening mm-hmm. weekend is... Opening weekend is, like, that's where... I go see movies opening weekend because it's where where I've experienced the best um, the best crowds and the best audience. Even the kids that are that, that are in the audiences are there because they want to see that movie because their parents... Like, 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 they didn't... They're not just being brought there because their parents want to see the movie. Like, everyone wants to see that movie. Their parents are willing to pay the price to see the, the movies at whatever price it is because they want to all see it together at opening. Yeah, like, if but, you like, wait, everything after opening weekend, people just don't give a fuck. Probably. I haven't seen a movie outside of opening weekend. Um, see, I, I stopped I, I wanting won't... to deal with, like... Uh, definitely having to sit next to somebody because I just fucking hate sitting next to people. I actually, there's there's once or twice where I've gone to the movies like by myself because Erica didn't care, and I've actually gotten two tickets just so no one would sit next to me. <laughs> you get you get two tickets at uh, AMC's and you s- make sure they're connected and you sit in the middle and raise it, raise both sides. Yeah, no, like I like I always do. Like I I get two, I usually get two tickets on the end. And then I'll sit on the end so that I know no one will sit next to me. Man, antisocial. Well, like, people are just fucking weird and creepy, too. Like, a lot of people, like, I've only had it happen a couple of times, but some people just don't understand personal fucking boundaries with fucking strangers. Like, they'll just, like, immediately sit down and, like, stretch themselves out over, like, both armrests. I'm like, dude, like, stay on your fucking side. (laughs) Or, like, people take their shoes off. I've never experienced any of this. Like, you just have bad luck. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. But, like, again, I don't go to opening weekend very often. You used to go to just as many opening weekends as I did. We would I was only doing it together. I was only doing it for, like, the big, like, Marvel releases and stuff like that. Like, most yeah. other stuff, I was waiting, like, a week or two after it came out. That's the only movies I would see. I See, I used to go see a lot of movies in the theater, because, like, I do genuinely like movies. But it just got to the point between the cost and the fucking crowds... It just wasn't worth going to the movie theaters. And then, like, I've just hit that point where the Marvel movies aren't good anymore. The Star Wars movies, like, the big blockbusters aren't fun. Like, I don't want to watch them anymore. So it's like, why am I going to spend this money? Yeah. Like, I I can spend the same amount of money and buy it on Blu-ray and own it forever. Mm-hmm. Or at least until well, the then, Blu-ray degrades. Then I'm going <laughs> to... Then, I hate to say it, in our medium of a podcast that we are, where we talk about nerd things, you can't say no spoilers. I absolutely you're can. Making, you're making that active choice to not see the movie. But so and, I could easily say, hey, 
it's been two weeks. I'm going to take my headphones off. Message, let's shoot a message into the chat when you're done. But the movie just came out. So I'm saying no spoilers more for the sake of not having to put a bunch of spoiler tags. But if next week you want to go on a, on a 20 minute rant, you can have at it. But I'm not going to think about it next week. You know that. Well, I'm it'll be on the, it, it next week. I'll leave it on the, uh, on the thing. I'm not going to, see, that's the thing, though. I'm not going to have as, I'm still going to like the movie, but I'm probably not going to remember as much. I'm not going to have as much excitement. For you just got to go see it again. I, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. Why not? Gone are the days of me waste. I'm sorry. Yes. 100% saying it. Wasting the money <laughs> and seeing a movie more than once in theaters. Oh, it'll I, be fine. It's only another I, 40 bucks. No, I, I went and sp- the last time I did that was I saw, um, what, what was it? It was, Captain America Winter Soldier three times at theaters before by opening week. Wait, was Cap was Winter Soldier before or after Star Wars? The Force Awakens? Uh, yeah, I, I guess it I was because s- I think Force Awakens was 2015. I don't think I saw Force Awakens more than once. I thought you saw it at least twice. I don't think so. I had, maybe, but I don't remember. I know I saw Avengers five times. In, um, I saw it three times opening weekend. Four times. I saw it twice opening day. Um, That's a lot. Yeah, I I ain't doing that shit anymore. I'll see a movie once. Like we, we've had the discussion before. I if if a band doesn't play new shit in it in uh in in a set after like me seeing them twice, I don't need to see them again. I'm not doing. I'm do. It's the same with movies. If the movie's not going to be any different after the second time I see it, or after the first time I see it, then I'm not going to go see it again in theaters. It's a waste of money. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not. Sa- I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. And we all know Drew wouldn't either, because if Drew had his way, movie theaters would all just get shut down. Oh, no. I'm just, People can go waste <laughs> their money on movies. I d- disagree on going to see a band part of it. But yeah, well, that's I because you've it... seen the same band like six times this month. No, I have seen no repeat bands yet this year. But here, In my, the my... last 12 months, you have, though. My thing is, yes. my, my thing about the band thing, and we, we talked about this in the past, I went and saw Foo Fighters twice. And they played the same exact show three years apart from me. It's just the only difference was his leg was broken in one of them. I seen, guarantee that's false. I've seen... He, so by the same exact show, I mean they played the same shit. Pretty much all of the same shit with the exception of maybe one or two songs. How many... Out of curiosity, Rich, huh? like, were these all actual Foo Fighters concerts or were they like festival concerts? Well, the so I think one, you saw them once at um, I saw them once Firefly, at Firefly right? and the other one was their festival that they put together in Washington, D.C. for their celebration anniversary. Okay, okay. Then, okay. Then maybe those were probably much closer because they have a more limited time. They had like two hours for their set. I mean, to be fair, and the Foo Fighters are also at a size and age now where... They don't necessarily, like, they're not coming out and playing, like, a bunch of tracks off of their newest album yeah. when they tour. They're playing, like, two or three tracks, and then they're playing all yeah. their hits, just like just like bands like Green Day and stuff do. And I've seen I've seen Coheed three times, and each time, the the set and the show has felt three or four times. Maybe four times, but at least three at times. At least twice. I know twice. Definitely twice. But maybe at least three or four times, where... I each show felt completely different from the from the previous show from other shows. I have seen bands where I'm like, all right, well, I've seen them twice now. I don't. It felt the same. There was nothing special. And I've seen bands where it. I will see them again a third, fourth, fifth time because 
every time I see them feels different. Yeah. Look, and man, so I, I've seen Newfound Glory three times in the last year and a half. Every one of them was different. Yeah. I mean, they, they played a lot of the same songs at, at them because, like, they know what songs people want to hear. Mm-hmm. And one of them was literally just them playing their first two albums front to back. So, yeah. like, you kind of went into that one knowing what you were about to hear. But you should just go to more concerts is what we're saying. We're still only $25 today. I don't. I don't that's... Come see come see Thrice on May 30th. It's only $25. I don't even know what the hell Thrice is. Look up Thrice, listen to The Artist in the Ambulance, yep. and then come see Thrice on May 30th. Yeah. I'm good. They're like post-hardcore emo, screamo sort of stuff. You'll love it. Will I, though? Probably. Actually, probably. There's also Yellow Card. I'm pretty sure Yellow Card tickets were on that $25 thing. Only Hershey. I mean, right now, right now oh, the only stupid. band... I'm right now, sure. the only band I want to see is Sum 41s. They're calling it quit. Um, Which I think they announced that they're going to do one more world tour do, next yeah, year. They've got, they've got an album coming out at some point the end of this year or early next year. And they're planning a world tour for that album. Is but there anybody that, left other than Derek in the band? I don't. I haven't. I thought everybody that. else left. Um, but let's move on because we got interrupted and we're running an hour and a half now. And we've still got Star Trek to talk about. Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah. How about that, guys? Who liked it? Who didn't like it? I enjoy this this one. I enjoy this one a lot. It's really good. True. Yeah, I actually really liked it. At the very beginning, I was like, eh, fucking whatever. But then, no. Got way into it. It is actually, it is better than I remembered it being. Um, It's also um not prehistoric. What's the fucking word I'm trying to think of? Proto. It's like proto-MCU. Oh, like, okay. It's kind of like if you if you watch that movie, it has a lot of the same like DNA as a lot of like the MCU and even Star Wars movies that we've gotten over the last decade. Yeah, like all like the main characters kind of like you know goofy, stupid, but also like he's smart and like knows what he's doing, but like puts on a show. Like that's very much like every one of those movies that we've gotten from these big franchises. But like this did it first. Or I guess second, because Iron Man came out before it. Mm-hmm. But, like, this was definitely from an era before all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I I, I remember watching this back when it first came out, and, like, I wasn't 100% sold because my whole life I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a Star Wars guy, Star Wars guy. And and then this came out, and I was just like, wow, this is really good. I didn't know Star Trek could be this good. Um, And I enjoyed it. I knew I knew, like, the basic idea of some Star Trek. I love the fact that, like, it is... It's not like a remake. It's kind of a sequel or continuation of the original like movies slash series because it's like a time loopy type thing that kind of restarts the entire story, but it doesn't. I mean, no, it no, it one hundred percent is like it does like it is a time loop or not a time loop. It, it's like an alternate timeline, but continuation of the original series because like um like. Spoilers if you've never seen fucking 2009 Star Trek, like, Leonard Nimoy Spock is like, I am from 130 years yeah. in your future, where, yeah. like, I was best friends with you, um, you are long dead, but, like, this world is not what it should have been. Like, your father yeah. didn't die when I knew you. Yeah. He was like, proud when you graduated the, the was, Starfleet Academy. It mm-hmm. was the, it was, in my opinion, one of the best ways to do a remake. 
Because, yes, you, you give us, like, this new telling, but you give us a reason why it's new and different. And it is a good way to reintroduce a series, because the next one is Into Darkness, we were talking about earlier, where it's Wrath of Khan. Um, the main villain is Khan in the next one, which was the main villain in the second Star Trek movie. And, like, a random episode from the, the original series. Yeah. Um, and, like, but, like, even in that one, like, spoiler alert, things are different. In uh in the original Wrath of Khan, Spock dies, where it's Kirk dies in this one, and that's why it's like the 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 quest for Spock is the second is the third movie because they're like trying to find him after he already died or something. I don't really know it. Like I get lost from that point on. Um, but like it was a very good way of creating a retelling of a old story, but giving it new legs to walk on by like feeding off of what it used to be. And giving us something new, but reasonably new. Yeah, yeah. And they, they made William Shatner like a like a, a a rogue rule. Or I'm sorry, not William Shatner, Captain Kirk, like a, a rule breaker and a rogue in a way that like William Shatner's Kirk wasn't. Like he was just more of a of a playboy. Mm. Yeah, I, I. But wasn't he always sort of kind? Like Drew, you might know more. I think you watched more Trek than than any of us. I I didn't watch very much original series. I've watched a okay. shitload of Next Generation, which is fantastic. Because like, wasn't Kirk? Even though it wasn't, he also like kind of a rule breaker. Because like that's like the Kobayashi was, like, Maru shit. Like is part of the original series. Yeah, like just, like that that is part of Star Trek Two, where like um. Uh, Kirstie Alley is in that movie, and she she actually I, I believe it's her character asks like flat out like how he did it because in that movie he didn't get caught for cheating as far as I remember. Yeah, but like the Kobayashi Maru is an unwinnable thing. Like it, it's there to show like what sort of decision making a, a potential captain has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, it's just I I I very much love it. I like all like the nods to. Uh, like the old series where, like, set phase just stunned. Um, uh, they had, um, Zulu, like, he had this sword because he was a fencer. Um, did they say be me, be myself, Scotty? I think they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, I, I'm pretty sure there was, like, a reference to that uh, at one point. I had, I had to stop halfway through the movie and go on an, uh, 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 an outburst with work. So, like, my, my, at one point I was just dissociating while watching it after that whole mental outbreak. So, like, might have not 100% remembered everything. Um, but yeah, it was, I love, I love that it's, uh, that, that future Spock is like, make sure past Spock doesn't know me. And Kirk is like, why? Is that gonna like blow up the planet? Or like, it's like, was that gonna destroy the universe if they, if he knows about you or whatever? And he's like, yeah, sure. Pretty much is just like, yeah, I'll let you think that. And then young and, Spock calls him on it later. Yeah, he's like, you lied. He's like, no, just let him think it. That's all. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's cool. It, it is cool that they managed to use Leonard Nimoy in those movies, mm-hmm. um, especially then, because like like his species just lives a really long time. So they were able to write something in the kind of far future and explain why like nobody else would have possibly been around. Yeah, and uh, I just I love um, or I miss Anton Yelchin, and I think this is this was his last movie. No, he's in the the sequel. He, he was in a couple movies the, after that. Is he in the next yeah. one? I want to say he died before the second one came out, but after he was done filming. Probably. Oh, I, actually, yeah. Uh, he died in 2016. Yeah. So the second movie was like 2013? 20, oh, he, he, 2016 he, was Beyond. 
Yeah, so he was actually in Beyond in also. Um, yeah, because yeah, it looks like him and Leonard, Leonard Nimoy both had... Um, oh, actually, you know what? It looks like Leonard Nimoy wasn't in it at all. Um, he was just in a picture at some point. Mm-hmm. But um, Anton Yelchin, it was his final performance, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 he was, he was, he was awesome. Yeah, I like great. He, he was, he was very good in that movie too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I did forget that. Like, I, I don't remember the other two at all. I think I saw the third one. I might not have. Um, I remember the second one because it's um Benedict Cumberbatch as um Con. As Con, yeah. But uh, and I remember like they were trying to during like the release and everything they were trying to keep it secret that he's con like they don't never give his name or anything like that and so it's well like, even in the movie they never actually call him con until very late in the movie well it's not until like the con scene basically which again is given to zachary quinto as spock because it was kirk who dies this one in this one in this story yeah he oh so he doesn't die though well, whereas he, spock like, it, they don't do the same thing where, like, he, like, yeah. whatever happened to Spock, where, like, they literally had to go find Spock afterwards. Yeah. Like, like they're able he, to save Kirk. So, like, they, he, in, in, in the second one, it's, he, he dies, but because of the flumps or whatever their names are, and how they reproduce and can regenerate, they use, uh, Bones is able to use their DNA to sequence something to bring Kirk back to life. Right. Yeah. So, like, he did, he did die, but he wasn't dead. In a sense. Yeah. Or kind of. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they call him, I just looked it up, they call him John Harrison throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point they find like the old, um, like old paperwork or something like that and are able to identify who he really is. Yeah. Hmm. I also do think it's very fun that like that character originally appeared in like just a random episode of like the original Star Trek and then they made him like the main villain of like the second like theatrical movie i did not know that yeah he appeared i just looked it up he appeared in space seed a 1967 episode where he was portrayed by ricardo Maltabon. and that same actor plays him in the 1982 star trek II: the wrath of khan so i think they like i think like he's like t- like messed up the way khan is in in the darkness one and they like um put him in like suspended animation and like leave him or something like that I might be misremembering that because I've never actually seen the episode, but I have seen Wrath of Khan before. It's one of like two Star Trek movies I've ever seen, mm-hmm. or I, sh- I, I should say like original Star Trek movie. The only two Star Trek movies I've ever seen were 2009 and Into Darkness. I saw Wrath of Khan and I saw um whichever one had Kirk and Picard. I was hoping Drew would chime in with that, but apparently not. <sighs> I, I don't know the movies. Well, what but that's like are you then, man? You're supposed to be the Star ish. Trek expert. Like I said, I've watched a bunch of Next Generation. It's all, and like I know, knew you know most of Star Trek. So Do you watch any of the new series that are on like Paramount? Nah, I've heard some of them are really good though. Yeah, I know people really like Discovery and whatever the spinoff of Discovery is. I wanted to uh, Picard was didn't they also have that series going? Yeah, I think it's on like yeah. its third or fourth season, and it's like wrapping up. I've been meaning to watch that, but. I know one of them has the guy that played Black Bolt in the Marvel stuff as um Captain Pike while he is the um person flying the ship. I'm I'm not using words real well right now. <laughs> no. I know um I believe in Picard, um LeVar Burton is in that and his daughter Mika is also in Picard. So or- I don't think she's in she's not in Picard, she's in like Discovery or the other one. She- as like 
an earlier descendant of his character from Generations, which is like a fun little thing. Yeah. Um, but anything else about the movie? No. Rich? No, not really. Uh, I just, I really, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a better time watching it than I thought I would. And then like watching, it, I'm like, oh, right, that's right. These, like, this movie is actually like, it has a lot of like fun stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the next book club, um, we're still on, we're still on J.J. Abrams month, let's call it. Um, I figure might as well do his other big series and watch Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Cause I believe you guys both have Paramount Plus, right? Cause you guys, we just watched Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, I watched it through Voodoo, but I'm, oh, I thought you had Paramount Plus also. I don't think we do. Isn't that just part of Comcast? No, that's Peacock. Okay. Well, double check uh, if I'll there's anywhere check. you can watch it or I not also might without be able having to, to find pay. it on the Voodoo account that we have. <laughs> yeah, like if if it's not free, let me know and I will pick something else next week. But it's available on I know I know for a fact it's available on Paramount Plus. Um, I could also, I also have a bl- probably make a another burner trial for Paramount that's, if need be. That's true. That is also pretty easy to do, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's actually apparently it's on Fubu too, which isn't that free. No, no, yeah, no it's not. I thought that was, I know, voodoo is how you watched. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, Ghost, or, yeah, Ghost Protocol. It's the one from 2011. So, it's like the first of, like, the new run. Cause you had mission. So, it's, it's four, I guess, technically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll stick with that. Now, <laughs> Fun, what? When seeing Guardians, they had the trailer for the new Mission Impossible. And people were getting mad because, like, oh, I can't stand Tom Cruise, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, it's Mission Impossible. Just let it be. Relax. Yeah. Uh, it's also apparently on Pluto, which is free. Okay, cool. So, I we're good. Yeah, there's so many goddamn platforms anymore, it's hard to keep track of. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for the next little bit real quick. Drew. Yes. Roll a D4. Oh, God. Hold on. Uh, D four. Four. I got a four. Available. I did. All right. I just it wasn't right next to me. It was just at my desk. Which is that? Honestly, it's impressive that you had one just already. I, I have a um, whole bunch of dice that have been sitting out for like three months since we were supposed to start a different D and D campaign with one of Sarah's friends, and I've just been too lazy to put them away. That's fair. Um. All right. So you rolled a four. Yes. All right. So I had reshuffled the options. So, um, four now is actor. Okay. So next week, um, or I guess not next week, but in two weeks, like when we do our next. Oh no, wait, Rich, you're, you would technically have the next pick. So we'll do it this way. Next week, Drew, pick an actor. Okay. And then Rich will have the next book club pick and it'll be something by that actor and we'll each pick something by that actor. Okay. Man, I had an actor picked in every. Well, you got to pick the director. Not gonna. Well, I mean, technically, I also got to pick musical. So that's true. You cheating son uh, of a bitch! I didn't. You're the one who gave me this. <laughs> the um. But yeah. So in two weeks, we'll do um Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol, and then our picks after that will be an actor. The actor will be Drew Drew's choice, but the first thing will be Richie's choice because that won't get confused. Um, Drew, I'm not telling you to pick Michael Keaton, but you should pick Michael Keaton. No, I won't. We already watched a, We already watched the best Michael Keaton movie, though. But we didn't watch Birdman. 
No, we watched Batman Returns, the best Dude. Michael Keaton movie. We didn't watch Birdman. I, I think that is the three Michael Keaton movies. I, could... I mean, there, there's um, Multiplicity. There's um, Birdman. Yeah, well, he said Birdman. Th- that, that, that's one of the three. Oh. There's Jack Frost. I know. No. There's Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, right. He's Te- in that. Technically, there's Morbius. <laughs> All right. Wait, maybe like, I will. <laughs> I'm just saying. We could ha- we could watch Morbius. Um, you're the you're the one who's always made at bad movies, so this is your choice. Beetlejuice, I can't remember if you said that. The founder, yeah. Um, uh, also, um, Mr. Mom, American Assassin. He was supposed to be in Batgirl. The Flash. See, it's this is the tough spot where it's like, well, I don't necessarily want to like pick have us wind up picking movies we've all already seen. You know, RoboCop. But so the the, he's in the interesting. He's in the new RoboCop. Uh, oh, that's oh, right. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Um. So Drew, the fun, the kind of fun part about this though, you come in next week with an actor, and then Richie has to just come up with a movie. So you might pick an actor based on a movie that you want us to watch. Uh-huh. But now you're making me and Richie also pick movies with an actor that like maybe we don't have anything on top of our heads. Fair. So and like it sounds like you guys haven't seen Jack Frost. So if we do Michael Keaton, we're going to have to fucking find out if Jack Frost is available anywhere. I have seen Jack Frost. Well, thanks for ruining my plan. Have you seen Mr. Mom? Um, I have not seen Mr. Mom. Jack Frost uh, is on is a rental only everywhere. Yeah, I just noticed that. Or it's on something with a P. Pop complex? Popcorn flicks? But, like, here's the thing, though. I had already seen Star Trek. That's true. And I think I might have seen Ghost Park. I don't remember that. Probably not. I saw Ghost Pro- I mean, same with Star Trek. I saw it over a decade ago. Like, I could yeah. not tell you anything about it. So. Oh, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying we can't pick things, Dean. Like, I just feel like if there's a choice, we should pick things that, like, we haven't seen or or it's been forever since any of us have seen. Well, yeah, I mean, so that's the idea. It's not specifically something we all haven't seen. But it'll be your week, so it'll be something that you haven't seen. If we've all seen it, or at least like, something that like it, it could also be something that like you have a have a like for that you don't think either of us have seen. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like like Richie had never seen a fucking Muppet movie. I'm sure I'd seen it in the past. No, you'd never seen even it. Pick out one in the fucking. <laughs> oh, that's right. You the frame. You, you, you didn't even yeah. know it was a Muppet movie. Even no, I knew, fucking I, Muppets. My no, no, no. Like that's what I said. Like when I saw the Muppets, I was like, my brain was just like, fuck it, because I, I don't know which fucking Muppet movie that was going to be, because there's a million of them. So my brain was just like, I know the genre of it's Muppets, but I'm just like, whatever. And my brain just stopped working and stopped functioning. But I mean, like this, like the second image was Fozzie's mugshot. It could have only been the Great Muppet Caper. I've never seen that. That's what I'm saying. I've, I You've never seen a Muppet exists. movie. <laughs> I've seen Muppet movies, but not that Muppet movie. All right, Drew, your actor is Kermit the Frog. <laughs> I was literally about to say, does Kermit the Frog count? <laughs> Fine. I will do that because then we'll get to watch the new Muppet movie that I fucking love. Why would you pick the new one and not the best ones? Because I know this one and I love this one. The one where they're bringing the band back together. Like, <sighs> I mean, that, that I is love a good it. one. It is such a good one. And it's There's a new, new Jason one coming Siegel. out. No, it's a series on D+. Oh, I didn't know it was a series. That's even better. 
it's it, it it's the it's the uh it's the first episode is like a behind the music with um uh 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 the the, the band i'm forgetting their name um Doctor, what's I'm his act- name in yeah, I'm band. drawing a blank on it too. Uh, but like the first episode is like a behind the music, or starts as like sort of a behind the music type thing, which turns into literally them trying to put bring the band back together, um, and like trying to modernize them. So like they try to turn them into Daft Punk, they try to turn them into like all these like different music genres that are, are around since they stopped. Doctor um, Teeth, yeah, I I I just saw that um Ben Schwartz was in it. And he, he has a scene, like, he apparently agreed to do it just based on the fact that he got to do a scene with Animal. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, nope, that tracks. We're good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, did not know it was a series, though. I thought it was just a new movie. Yeah, it's a series. Well, that's fun. Um. So, one last thing real quick, and then we'll wrap up because we are going a little longer. Um. You guys are not going to particularly care about this, but I watched the 500, or 312th episode of One Piece. Um, and it was maybe one of the saddest pieces of fiction I've ever seen. How so? Okay. Sorry, I was, I was trying to take a timestamp. Um, it is one of the saddest things I've ever seen. And the reason it was sad was because they fucking said goodbye to their boat. Uh, I'm not I mean, even kidding. Yeah. Their, their boat apologized to them for not being able to carry them anymore. As they had to, like, give it, like, a Viking funeral at sea. Like, a boat should not have made such a sad scene happen. Also, full, like, disclaimer, their boat apparently had, like, some level of, like, weird sentience because they took such, like, they didn't really take good care of it because that ship was in bad fucking shape by the end, but, like, they cared about it a lot. Like, they treated it like part of the crew, even though it was just a boat, and apparently in in that world, like, sometimes ships get, like, like, a mystical spirit or something like that, so, like, the boat literally, they had to go do a thing, the boat was already kind of dead. Um, the boat somehow, like, convinced somebody to repair it without actually asking to be repaired, and then found its way to rescue them as they had to jump off of, like, a giant bridge thing. Um, and then once they were clear of the giant bridge thing, literally broke in half. Um, and luckily, like, like another boat had just pulled up of, like, allies. And then it was just 20 minutes of them, like, setting the boat on fire, doing flashbacks of, like, things that happened... And just all the characters sobbing as, like, the boat apologized to them for not being a better boat. And it was sad. It was incredibly, incredibly sad. I feel I've I've encountered sadness to this nature and something. I just can't come up with whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, there are tons of, like... No, like, similar like that to persona- it's an yeah. inanimate fucking object and I'm sad about it, like, no longer being around or whatever. I mean, like, it's like the, the Velveteen Rabbit. Like... That rabbit was just a stuffed fucking animal that they had to burn because of, like, um, cholera or something like that. But yeah, it was, um, it was quite, like, e- even Erica was sitting there and, like, just, like, she was okay until the ship spoke and said, I'm sorry. And then she's just like, what do you mean you're sorry? And then, like, I could just hear her, like, sniffling and, like, wiping at her eyes. Stupid boat. Yeah. Being like, sorry. Yeah, I, I actually looked it up, um, without, like... I just did a, what is the sat, like, or not even what is, it's, I asked if, like, the scene of the ship burning was the saddest part of One Piece, and, like, all, like, the, like, non-spoilery answers you could get just, like, off the Google homepage were, like, it's, like, number two. Mm-hmm. Like, there is, like, what, 
out of like 1100 episodes there is one other thing that happens in this show that was fucking sadder than their boat dying <laughs> Stupid i'm like boat. what the fuck <laughs> um but yeah i just wanted to i wanted to bring that up because man fucking boats guys <laughs> yeah also boats. also like episode 312 was also the end of like the first like it's not the first like major arc, but it, I feel like it's the one that I hear people talk about the most. Um, like the Water Seven Enos Lobby stuff, and like I see like a hundred percent why people are so hooked on this show. Like just the amount of like world building and character stuff that happened in like the forty episodes or so that like the two kind of storylines took place over was just it was a lot. It was a lot for a show that like for the first like three hundred episodes were really just about a bunch of goofy pirates occasionally getting into like big fights. That's probably going to be it, unless either of you guys have anything else you want to talk about. Nope. No. No. All right. Well, if you would like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there at your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, a whole bunch of other places. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. It all helps a whole bunch. You can also find us on social media. Facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Twitter and Instagram. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. And you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. And Rich, what does your streaming schedule look like this week? Uh, Twitch.tv slash b underscore one. That's for gaming streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Uh, we are looking at playing Star Ocean tonight, the day this releases. And then on Sunday, probably Star Ocean, if not Remnant and Monster Hunter. And it's just some combination of, like, Remnant or Monster Hunter and Star Ocean pretty much throughout the next couple of weeks. Once I get through Star Ocean, we'll get Zelda. And after that, probably do Demon's Souls PS5 uh, because people want to see that. So, yeah, we've got, we've, got, we've got plans coming up for the next couple of weeks, months. Um, on Friday... The 12th, come hang out on stream and you can join me for, uh, uh, community, uh, Fall Guys. Uh, uh, um, what's the word? Uh, custom matches. So it'll just be everyone who's with us will be able to join us. Uh, I'll have a Discord channel open so that people can chat. I'll have t- several open. One is if you want to be on stream, one if you don't want to be on stream, and a couple of overflow channels so that if there's too many people, you can jump to a different... Uh, so come check that out. And on the 3rd of June is also my two-year stream anniversary subathon slash community tournaments. More info on that as it comes. Fun times. Glad you're doing. Yes. Glad you're doing community stuff. I tried to do a lot more of it last year, but I didn't have much of a community, and the communities that I was part of really, the I was really only part of one community, it just wasn't super interactive outside of just watching streams. They weren't, they wouldn't like really join in on streams, but I've recently joined a bunch of other communities and have gotten in touch with a bunch of other streamers that like, I'm like, all right, maybe they'll actually join and play. Yeah, that's, I mean, that that's a good idea. Um, but with that, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you.